Welcome to LOA Today. I'm Walt Thiessen. With me today is the woman who knows how to set personal boundaries, Alex Standy. This is your Daily Dose of Happy. We are so happy you decided to join us today. Indeed we are, because it's Thursday, and Thursdays are always our happy day around here. They're, they're especially happy when we get both Dan and Alex uh, we don't have Dan today, but we do have Alex. So we're going to have at least half the happiness, and half the happiness <laughs> is better than what most people have, right, Alex? I mean, very if, true. If, if you start with half, you're halfway there, right? Exactly. <laughs> How have you been? We haven't talked in a while. How's it going with you? Everything's great. I just got a new job. You did. So Congratulations! I did. My first job in 15 years. Yeah, yeah. You've been doing all kinds of stuff during that time. What are you doing oh, now? Yeah. I'm going to be a crisis hotline associate. Oh, wow. Mm-hmm. Wow. I can't say I'm surprised considering right? all that we've it talked fits. about on the show. It <laughs> definitely fits. It, but oh, it's wow. like, it's weird because it's like 15 years ago, I was on the other side of the phone. You yeah. know what I mean? So. Yeah. Well, isn't that the way it usually works though? I mean, the best, the best therapists, the best coaches are the ones who've been there. Yep. Exactly. Exactly. They, they can identify with what it is that the mm-hmm. client is going through. Right. And especially works really well when you run into the client that you know doesn't believe that you'd have any idea what they're talking about. And then yep. you tell them the same story that you went through and they like, oh my God, you really do understand what this is about. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Like been there, bro. I feel you. Absolutely. Good for you. That's great. I can Thank see you, you doing well. Especially we know how humorous you are too. I can see you bringing your <laughs> yeah. humor to the the, the the game plan there. And, right. You know, somebody who's in a crisis situation. And they can't see any way out and, and all the walls are closing in. I can just see you breaking through with just the right joke at, right, at the right time. Just all I can give is a giggle. I'll take it. Yeah. Yeah. I can see that. That would work really well. Well, congratulations, girl. You deserve it. That's really Thank good. Thank you. Yeah. And we also have our guest joining us today. Her name is Mindy Leishman. She has so many uh, on the show who have been on the past as a coach. She has a really cool program. She calls it the Dream Builder Program. I like the name. Because we talk about that a lot, don't we? We talk about mm-hmm. the importance of, of starting with what, knowing what your dream is. Because so many right. people really don't know what their dream is. And then once you've identified what your dream is, how do you get there? How do you attract that dream into your life? That, that's like the foundation for so much of what we've talked about. So I don't know about you, Alice. I'm going to be interested to find out what Mindy has to say. Let's find out. Oh, I'm excited. Okay. So Mindy, thank you. Welcome to join, for joining us on the program today. Thank you very much. And how are you doing? From Costa Rica. She's contacting us from Costa Rica Ooh. today. And as you were talking about manifesting your dream, you know, how do you manifest your dream or how do you even know what your dream was? That's what I help people create, but I created it for myself. So cool. if you were talking with Alex earlier, you know, somebody who's been there and done it, right? So I've right. been there and I've done it. And, um, yeah, that's what I do. I help, I literally, over a 12-week period, help people see things that they couldn't see before. So I compare it to, um, I also have a house in Florida. It's in a historic area where the horses and care, it's St. Augustine, Florida, oh, nation's yeah. city, supposedly. And, right. um, you know, so the horses, they wear these blinders, right? Oh, yes. Mm-hmm. So that nothing scares them mm-hmm. and they don't get spooked. So that's what I do. I help people take the blinders off mm-hmm. so that they could see everything that they couldn't see that the universe mm-hmm. is always offering, right? Yeah, yeah. It's yeah, it's a, it's such an abundant universe and every one of us was put here to experience, 
and have abundance. Now, there's times in our, our lives where we don't feel like it because we have our blinders on. Mm-hmm. We're good at, we put them, we'll volunteer to put them on. Yes. yes. <laughs> we'll drive ourselves to the store, go buy a new That's one. That's right. <laughs> but most of us walk through life and we don't know we have them on, right? Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. It's true. We were talking too before we got started here. You made mention to something I didn't really follow up on, but I'm going to touch on it now. You said you manifested your house in Costa yes. Rica. Yes. So, I mean, talk about having been there, done that. You, you weren't kidding. You really did go there and do that. I did. I came on a vacation. So my dream, I've always manifested, but I was always a slow manifester, right? Mm-hmm. And so in 2013, when E Pray Love came out, I wanted to live that life. Okay. I have to live. You know, they were in middle school at the time and I was working as a realtor full time. So I was busy, busy, busy mom, you know, taking the, the middle schoolers to dance class and what have you. And I just really couldn't see it because there again, blinders were on. And mm-hmm. I, college degree, I couldn't use it. I mean, I'd been using my real estate degree at that point for about 15 or more years. And I'm like, well, nobody's going to hire me at this point, right? So, mm-hmm. so I couldn't really see how could I create that life? Well, fast forward to, um, actually February of this year. Well, actually January. Um, I had finally created where I could travel. And live the life that I wanted. And my goal was to live in different countries for three months at a time. I had tried it out, but I was really good at the play, you know, um, or yeah, the playing part, you know, like I could play all day long, but the actually working part of the digital nomad couldn't get that down. So I usually (laughs) lost money when I travel. (laughs) um, Mm -hmm. So in January, I actually came for three months and I don't know. Something happened. The magic of Costa Rica when the plane landed, I was just like, wow, this place is really amazing, right? It's beautiful. Mm-hmm. And we fell into the local expat community very quickly, fit in really well, met some of the locals. We fit in with the locals. And I don't even speak Spanish. I'm learning. But, you know, <laughs> we have so many friends. And all of a sudden, this house, like, it was the people were telling us, oh, you have to go look at their house. Oh, no, no, no. We didn't come to buy a house. No. <laughs> right? Well, sometimes the universe has and, to knock a few times before you'll answer the door. Yeah, right? But mm-hmm. the, the person was very persistent. And finally, it's like, okay, we'll go look at the house, right? Came to look at the house. It was absolutely my dream come true. Beautiful lake straight down, or beautiful view straight down the lake at um, the volcano Arenal which is about 25 miles down the lake. So I've got these amazing views. I've got just on one side. I'm an introvert. So I'm surrounded by toucans and monkeys and cows. (laughs) So I know it's not everybody's cup of tea. That's my cup of tea. I would love to live near monkeys. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. Yes. So yeah, I that's how all. I manifested it. I came on a vacation. I, I love that. I, I I love that you manifested it in a way where you weren't specifically saying, "I need to manifest a house in Costa Rica." Right. Mm-hmm. You instead you and were open to what the universe was presenting to you. Yes. Yeah. This or something better. It's always this or something better, right? Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. I wanted to travel, and I was going to go to Europe after this, but you know, I avoided a heat wave. 
I get to hang out oh. with Matthew in Costa Rica. So. Yeah. That's true. Absolutely. With a consistent 75-degree temperature. So I'm like, and, and oh, man. I, if I'm if I'm correct, I think I'm correct about this. There's a sizable U.S. expat uh, community in Costa Rica. I mean, we're not talking just a few people. There are a lot of Americans yeah. living in Costa Rica. Yeah, and just very fun, casual, easygoing, like no stress. You know, it's just amazing. It, like I'm out of that hustle and bustle, mm. right? Mm-hmm. I'm out of that hamster wheel. And so I had had on my vision board for a year a yoga deck in Costa Rica. Did you really? Yeah. And the first place I went to do yoga in Costa Rica, uh, literally a few days after I got here was a deck. I don't know if it was the same one, but it certainly looked just like that deck. (laughs) I can walk to yoga from my house. Nice. Oh, wow. (laughs) That is beautiful. That is a great manifestation story. Yes. And and I, I love how, you just let it happen. You, 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 I mean, certainly there's nothing wrong with wanting to specifically manifest a particular house or a particular job or a particular mate or whatever. That, there's nothing wrong with that at all. But it's so much more powerful when you leave more general. You just, I'm open to great things happening. Cause that's kind of, mm-hmm. I mean, you certainly had no, you said it yourself. You had no plans of looking for a house when you went to Costa Rica. Right. Mm-hmm. But you were open. But I wanted an easier life. I wanted a casual life. I didn't want all the, I wanted out of the heat of Florida. I was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. there and I loved it. But now that I'm older, I didn't love it so much anymore. Right. Right. And I wanted out of that hustle and bustle. I just felt like I was in the wrong place. Right. And that was mm-hmm. my soul telling me you are in the wrong place. But guess what? And there I is a lot, there's a lot of hustle and bustle in Florida too. I mean, it's not like Florida. Yeah, it's, it's very it's, busy. It's the backwoods now. This mm-hmm. is like, you know, it, it's one great big metropolis almost. Yeah. Yeah. And, you know, what you were just saying, too, about, you know, when you're less specific. So this is one of the things that I coach my clients on. When we're really specific and it has to look a certain way, we're taking that, if you look at it like a fire hose, right? And it's this Mm -hmm. just stream of abundance that is Mm -hmm. out there for us in the universe, right? Mm -hmm. We're putting a kink in it. Yeah. When we get less specific and we know the feelings that we want to have living that life, that's, remember Neville Goodard, the uh, feeling is the secret, right? That's right. Feeling mm-hmm. is the secret. Yeah. That's cool. So that's how you manifest. You get in that's the feeling. Okay. That's where the power comes from. Is the, the, mm-hmm. the feeling doesn't actually do anything specifically itself. It, it, it gives power to the ideas that you already have in mind. It's the combination that really yeah. does the trick. Right. But, but it's like the, the accelerator. For the fire. Yeah. Yeah. Well, and one of the things that I talk about in my program is you've seen the Abraham Hicks scale of emotions, right? Oh, yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I compare it to like playing on the wrong side of the playground. So Mm -hmm. when we're constantly on this roller coaster of emotions, we got triggered by the traffic. We got triggered by our partner. We got triggered by a coworker, whatever it is. And we're constantly Mm -hmm. on this roll of emotions. We're dipping down into the wrong side of the playground. And how long do you want to stay on that wrong side of the playground, right? Right. But when you get rid of all the triggers, when you take control of your thoughts, guess what? You can stay on the right side of the playground and that person can cut you off. Your partner could still be your partner doing whatever it is that triggers you, you know, your coworkers. But now you've built this bubble of energy around you. You don't go to that side of the playground. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, essentially what you're, what you're really doing there is, I mean, it's not like the, the, the triggers went away. It's just that they're not triggering you anymore. They're, they're still there. They're still doing what yeah. they do. It's just that you, you don't, they aren't bothered by it. Like, oh, there's another trigger. How interesting. And that's the extent <laughs> of the whole experience. Whereas yes. before it was like, oh my God, I can't believe he did a different experience. Totally different experience. Mm-hmm. And leads to totally different results. Exactly. Yeah. It's, it's nice yeah, to live on the light what side. It is. What were you saying, Mindy? I said you're noticing what you're noticing with your thoughts, right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. That, and you're noticing also, you're noticing it from a different perspective. You're right. Thinking about mm-hmm. something differently, because when you were when you were thinking about the traffic in terms of, <sighs> that's one way of thinking about it. Another way of thinking about it is, oh, isn't that interesting? They're entirely different ways of thinking about the exact same thing. Yes. It's, the, the thing hasn't changed. It's still that traffic. It's still your perspective crazy. changed. It's, but your perspective about it changed. And the way mm-hmm. you decide to react to it changed. And the, and the way that you decide to respond changed. And so really the change is within us. The thing itself didn't change. Exactly. We are the ones. Yeah, and like I said, we've built that bubble of energy around us. Mm-hmm. Talk about why that. Why I, I know a number of people like the idea, the concept of the bubble of energy. Why? Why do you like that one so much? Because that's what it feels like. It feels like nothing. Mm-hmm. Nothing can rock your world. Mm-hmm. When you get rid of the, the triggers, right? Really, nothing can rock your world. Um, you know, if it does, it's for a minute because you catch yourself. So we have a formula. Yeah. Thoughts create emotions. Emotions create um, action. Action mm-hmm. creates results, right? Then your results mm-hmm. are the world that you're living. Well, if you can learn to stop it at the thought and choose your thought, then you get to choose your emotion that you experience, right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It creates a new action, which creates a new outcome. Let's talk about some of the ways that we can change that thought. Because I'll, using myself as, a, as an example, um, we're coming up now uh, to, toward the end of this month, we're going to actually be hitting the 10th anniversary of me doing this show, which is going to be kind of a fun milestone to hit. Uh, mm-hmm. But I'm thinking back to 10 years ago. Uh, 10 years ago, it was pretty easy for me to fall into the space of believing, well, I don't have a lot of control over my thoughts. I certainly don't have any control over my emotional response to stuff. Emotions are just what you you have certain programs. A bad thing happens, you respond directly. A good thing happens, you respond well. That's just the way emotions work. That was my belief system. So Mm -hmm. let's go back to my 10-year-ago self and, and talk to that self. How would you explain to that person how you go about changing your thoughts? Mm, It's a process. process. So I watch a lot of, or I listen to a lot of Joe Dispenza and like, Mm. I love his work. Right. And one of the things that I realized is we're really reprogramming those neuro pathways in our mind. Right. Mm -hmm. And so the, the way you do that is through repetition. And so through the repetition of studying, you know, and it really has to be a daily repetition through listening to these, um, you know, different, like I have audios that come with my program that were um, recorded by Mary Morrissey, who's been a thought leader in this for, you know, 40 years or so mm-hmm. um, in this field. 
But through that repetition, through the morning study, through changing the conversations that you're around. So when you're around other other people who are talking the same language, right? So your partner not, might not talk the language, and maybe they don't even want to come along for the ride, but that doesn't mean you can't surround yourself with others who are. By listening to shows like this, right? Mm-hmm. The more by doing shows like this, doing the show, it has done it for me. <laughs> I, I can only imagine what it's done for the listeners, but absolutely, I totally get that side of it. Changed my life. Yeah. There you go, right? Yeah. And that's coaching, like coaching this program. That's what it's done for me. Like it just, mm-hmm. what we do is we take the time that it would normally take and we collapse it. Like I said, I used to be a, a manifester, but it took me a long time. Yeah. Well, I was mm-hmm. doing, you know, personal development work here and there, going to this one and that one. But then I'd go home and I'd be me again, right? No mm-hmm. matter where I went, I was there, right? It was just like this thing. Well, the only thing, <laughs> so, I, everywhere I go, there I am. I mean, what is this? Come on. Take it away. I, know, I followed me from my bank account to my career <laughs> to my relationships, right? It was like everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And so, you know, when I found this work, that's when I really understood it's just reprogramming the neuro pathways. It's so simple. It's not overnight. Mm. But with repetition and consistency, with surrounding yourself by the right people, listening to positive stuff, turning the news off, turning the drama off, you know, playing on the right side of the playground, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. In thoughts, deeds, and actions, everything. And that really is it in a nutshell, because this is, it, it, it's not a a set it and forget it thing. That's the way I think people kind of approach it. Like, oh, well, all I have to do is I'll do some affirmations, right? That'll do it for me. Right. And, well, it can. How often are you doing them? You know, uh, it really comes down to what's your daily conversation with yourself, mm-hmm. with others? What's your daily experience? Where are you giving your attention? We, we, we forget those parts. We skip them. You know, well, what does that have to do with me manifesting a new house? Yeah. <laughs> that's the way to look at it. <laughs> well, they want to jump to the end without doing all the work. That's the that's, that's right. part of the problem. Yeah, exactly. And I even see that in my coaching clients. You know, it, everybody wants the the journey to be like this short. But yes. for right. most of us, the journey isn't that short, short because we've been programmed a certain way. Like mm-hmm. I'm 57 years old. It took a minute to get programmed the way that I was programmed, right? Mm-hmm. Well, it took a little while to deprogram all that. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some of us, it takes years. It, it's yeah. going to be different with every person. But you mentioned the so, journey part. I, I remember the first time that somebody said to me, appreciate the journey. I said, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> this part isn't the fun part. I want to get to the fun part. <laughs> Patience is a virtue. Yes. Well, you know, it's funny. We just, um, one of my groups, like I said, it's a 12 week program and the late, I, this one just happened to be all ladies, although I coach men and women, but, um, they had just finished up their 12 week program, had amazing results. And when we went through the, you know, like just what did we get from the program talk? Like, you know, the last, the last talk that we had on our, on our zoom, I said, you know, because the the main theme was I'm not the person who started this program. And I said, you know, I really believe we've all been hoodwinked into believing that it's reaching our goal. It's not reaching our goal. It's who we become on the way to the goal. Yeah, mm. absolutely. That's really it. And, and not just who we become, but also what life do we choose to live? 
while we're trying to get to the goal. Right. Mm -hmm. You may not have control yet over all your circumstances, mm -hmm. but you do have control over how are you going to live right now with what you do have. Exactly. How do you choose what you have powerfully and be grateful for what you do have? Because if you can't be grateful for what you have, there's never going to be enough that will make you grateful. Yeah, that's not possible, yeah. really. And why would the universe give you more if you don't even want what you have? And, you mm. know, you might be driving an old beater car or maybe living in a house that you're not in love with or whatever it might be. But if you at least love the fact that you have a bed to sleep in, you love the fact that you have a roof over your head, the, you love the fact that you have transportation, even if it's a bus, you know, if you love the fact that you've got food and water and air to breathe and you're just grateful and you live in that, you know, it, it, it comes, you just, it's being patient. Exactly. To, to your point about, um, how are you going to be grateful if you can't be grateful now? The way I think about it is the universe's answer is always yes. So if your request right now includes the idea that I don't really feel grateful for where I am right now, the universe is going to say, great, here's some more stuff for you to not be grateful about. Right. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what happens. Yeah. Right there. That's it. That's it. It's, it's, so, so the answer is always yes. The question mm -hmm. is, what was the question? What were you mm -hmm. asking for? Mm -hmm. and, and what were you asking for most consistently? You know, well, not, not what I, not what, not what did you ask for when you were writing uh, your, your journal or, or putting up your vision board? What were you also asking for as you were going to the bank and then going to your job and dealing with your spouse and dealing with the kids and the, the neighbor who, who spilled something on, on your sidewalk? How were you interacting in those situations? Not just what did you put on your vision board? The vision board, great. Yeah. But are you going to work on your start. vision board all day long? I don't think so. <laughs> so what are you doing the rest of the day? <laughs> Exactly. Who are you being? Like, who are you being today that can live that life tomorrow? Yeah. Right. And you have to be that person today that's living that life. So if you've got a vision that you want to be a millionaire, you know, start behaving like that now. Start behaving like somebody who who ties. You know, you give 10 percent of everything you make. I don't care if it's 20 dollars. Give two. you know, mm -hmm. be that person today. And be in that energy today, right? And be grateful for everything you have. I, I think it's probably the biggest mistake we make when it comes to things like becoming a millionaire or becoming uh, in the perfect relationship or getting the, the perfect job or finding the right home or finding the beautiful car. We don't take the time to ask ourselves, what is that person really like? Well, he's a millionaire. Yeah, okay. But what else is he? <laughs> right. <laughs> right. Because you got to fill so, that part in too. If you, if you don't fill that part in, you're limiting yourself to this one little thin layer, and you're hoping that the rest of it will just kind of make itself up. <laughs> but, <laughs> but you're the creator. You're the one who has to make it up. <laughs> Spot on. You are the creator, right? Yeah. You know, the main question that we ask in this program is, "What would I love?" So, in I any circumstance. Like what would I love? Even if it's a bad circumstance, I always use the analogy. Let's say that you get rear-ended during a traffic accident. You know, somebody rear-ends you at a stoplight. And instead of getting angry at the person who just rear-ended you, you could be, how would I, what would I love? What would I love to come out of this situation? So you get out of the car, you make sure the person who rear-ended you is okay. Just mm -hmm. happens to be an 18-year-old girl who's brand new with her, her driver's license, right? Mm -hmm. 
And what you would love is for the parent in you to come out and treat her like you would want to be treated if it was mm-hmm. you or one of your children, right? Right. And what would you love? You would love for everybody to be okay. Like, that's the only question you ever ask in any situation. What would I love? Because the circumstances are just the circumstances. Mm-hmm. But you're, you're you get bringing, to- You're bringing a scene to my mind. Have you seen... um the, the, the later movie, this, um, the secret dare to dream, the, the sort of fictionalized mm-hmm. version of what they talked about in the original secret. Mm-hmm. It's been out for about oh, a couple of years now. Check it out. It's With really, uh, really Katie good Holmes. Yeah. Katie Holmes is, is yeah. the lead character. And uh, yeah, I know you didn't, Alex didn't like the movie a whole lot. And I get Was that. not a fan. <laughs> no, I understand that. But they had a cool, a really good scene that illustrates exactly what you're talking about because she encounters the guy who becomes like the teacher of the secret in the movie and also later becomes her love interest. And the way she encounters him is she runs into the back of his truck. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yep. So literally what you were just talking about, literally that. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> And, yeah, and, and what comes out of it is he ends up saying, well, not a whole lot of damage to my truck. Looks like you got the brunt of it. How about if I help you get your bumper reattached? Now, that's mm-hmm. not the normal reaction of somebody who just got hit in a in a traffic accident. Right. But that was the reaction mm-hmm. he chose to bring to the situation. And that's it. When When you have that thought, remember, when we learn to control the thought and just ask the question, what would I love? then we get to change the emotions and we get to change the action, which changes the outcome, which changes the circumstances. And you don't know, it could be the love of your life, you know? And would you want that person seeing you act crazy? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. That's a great question. That's a really great question. (laughs) What, what I, I, I know Alex wasn't a fan, so I want to ask her to to go into this, but um, I'll, I'll tell you one of the reasons I liked the movie so much was because I liked the way he, the, the male character, who is the one who kind of teaches everybody how this stuff works, I loved the way he basically finds ways to keep serving. And every mm-hmm. time he finds a way to serve, he gets drawn into her family mm-hmm. in ways that nobody really expected. And, and everybody's asking, well, where did he come from? You know, and it's like all the suspicion about him and so right. forth. And all he was just trying to do is just help people. That was it. But it does lead to him literally becoming part of the family. Mm-hmm. So by the end of the movie, he and she, they're pairing up as a couple. And then you, you can tell it's going to be a happy ever after kind of situation. Mm-hmm. Uh, they get there just because he was there to help people. Right. Wow. That was it. And when you make that your mission to serve, you can't go wrong if you're just yeah. here to serve, right? Like your show, you're here to serve. Mm-hmm. True. I, I literally, just before we started doing the show today, I was on a call with somebody. I'd been referred by somebody who'd been a guest to this program. It was about how you, you can uh, turn your, your show into something that's a, a very successful business and so forth. And I, I was really skeptical about it because I love doing the show. I, I really didn't want to spoil it by turning it into a business. I know other people do. Other people do podcasts. They become, they, they tie it to a coaching business or whatever. They make lots of money doing that. It's great. I love that for them. I didn't want to do that mm-hmm. because I just get so much out of just doing the show itself. Mm-hmm. So, but, but I did the, the call with him just to find out what, what he, uh, what he had to offer. And, and you know, they had an interesting program. It, it's a definite high ticket program. It's not really one I wanted to be part of. And I told them by any, I was just upfront about why that was, but I appreciate what he was doing. But 
I really just wanted to keep the purity of enjoying to do the show. And he ended up offering me something that he wasn't planning to offer me. He he offered me a way that he that I could just refer business to him without joining their program at all, and I could get referral fees out of it. Oh, nice. Well, sure. Yeah, I could do that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> well, threaten me with a good time. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, you never know what's going to happen when you pursue the goal of just trying to be helpful to people. You have to mm-hmm. just kind of be open to, well, something's going to come. I don't know what. We'll find out. That's mm-hmm. the journey part. That's the other thing, right? Be curious. Yeah. Be curious. The universe is handing us opportunities all the time. Like if we took those blinders off for just 10 minutes and realized how many opportunities come at us every single day. And most of us are going, oh, no, no, no. I'm going to have to get out of my comfort zone. No. (laughs) I'm going to have to get on camera. No. I'm going to have to speak to humans. No. <laughs> or, or even more precisely, it's I'm too busy dealing with this terrible situation. I mean, I can't be bothered with that right now. Yes. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. So we're we're you know the universe wants us to be abundant, but we're saying no. Mm-hmm. And we've all heard the story of the flood and the boat coming to the house to pick the guy up, right? <laughs> <laughs> so, that's what we do every day in our life. I said to a boat, a radio report, and a helicopter. What are you doing here? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, exactly. We we get so we get such tunnel vision. We we get it has to happen this way and only this way. Which you it's possible to do, but how long are you willing to wait? Exactly. Right. <laughs> I mean, you could be waiting a few, three or four lifetimes if you really tunnel it down enough, right? <laughs> well, and you know, I did it myself. You know, I was a very successful realtor in Florida, mm-hmm. and I had so many opportunities come to me. But like I said, oh, I'm not hireable. Oh, I'm not speaking in front of people. Oh, I'm not doing social media. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. And coaching, like it was literally. I, I was a big no. You know, all my friends were like, oh, you should think about being the life coach. I'm like, <laughs> no way. I'm not doing that. No, 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 no. <laughs> I'm not doing that. No. <laughs> and so funny that I'm sitting here and I'm a life coach, right? But yeah, right. Um, I, I had my blinders on and it was until I did a program like this, you know, Bob Proctor program. And it was when I did that program that I started to take the blinders off and it still took a while. Right. I was still like, Oh, I don't, you know, I don't want to learn something new. I'm 56 <laughs> years old. No, <laughs> no. <laughs> but here I am. Here you are. Yeah. And happy, happily living in your manifested home in Costa Rica. There's the evidence. It actually does pay off. It, it actually works when you go outside your comfort zone and try something you hadn't tried before. Mm-hmm. Which, by the way, is where all the living actually takes place. True. <laughs> where all right? what? I'm sorry. Where, where all the living, all the living takes place outside the comfort zone. There, there's really no life that happens within a comfort zone. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. It's a hard time. So what you do when you start saying yes is you unkink that hose. Mm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yes takes some courage. 
It right. takes courage mm-hmm. and it takes a willingness to to attain that new perspective we were talking about a few minutes ago. Mm-hmm. Just look at it a little bit differently. Think about it a little differently from the way that you know we're 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 gut wrenching that oh this is the way I always think about it, so I'm gonna think about it this way. Just saying, oh, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at it a little bit differently this time. Maybe maybe that person who just cut me off and swore at me, maybe maybe he just got fired. You know, maybe there's right. something like that going on. It probably had nothing to do with actually it didn't have anything to do with me. I didn't do anything wrong. He was the one who was driving like a maniac. <laughs> so, why, maybe I really shouldn't be taking any of it to heart. Maybe maybe all I'm doing is taking on something that wasn't mine in the first place. Changing perspective. We let we let our emotions drag us around like a big dog on a leash that hasn't been treated. <laughs> Good analogy. I like that. Yeah, because yeah, we've all imagined, we've all seen that, right? You know, the, the person who's being dragged along the path as they're walking the dog, this big old dog, boom, pull them down the, the, the sidewalk there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And that's most of us with our, our emotions. And it's just mm-hmm. all day long. We're just like, we're on this side of the playground. Now we're on this side. Now we're on this side. And it's like, you know, our emotions are just, they have us all over the place. But, you know, when you get a, I, I kind of compare it to a hamster wheel, right? It's a mm-hmm. thought loop. And when we get in a thought loop, whatever that loop might be, I, it could be, well, I'm depressed. My boyfriend broke up with me. And then all we can think about for weeks on end is I'm depressed, right? Mm-hmm. But what if we just stepped off that thought loop and said, wow, there's 7 billion people in the world. You know, maybe 50% are men. I'm pretty sure there's another one out there. Probably yeah. <laughs> In fact, probably a better one than the one who just left me, right? Most likely. Oh, there's a stunning thought for you. Right? Yeah. This is not the best it gets. Trust me. <laughs> yeah. When we step off that thought loop, right, we, we right. get to create our reality. And we get to create it from positive thoughts. Mm-hmm. We get to create it from infinite abundance. We are mm. spiritual beings having a physical experience, right? So why are we not creating from the infinite? Why are we creating from this 3D world that we're walking around in when we have all of that to create from? I mean, look at the background that Walt has. We have all of that to create mm. from. Yeah, it's the universe. It's true. Mm-hmm. I, I'm just thinking about uh, one of the uh, um, common types of themes you see. I, I, Alex will be happy to hear I have not been on social media very much. I, I've been actually. I know. I've been posting. You haven't been commenting. Been, I'm feeling a little neglected. Well, that, that's what text messages are for between friends. Just to let true you that. know. True that. True <laughs> that. You do text me. Okay. Yeah. I get, I always get back to you. You know I yep, will. Yeah, that's true. You're right. <laughs> but it's true. I have not been on social media a lot lately. However, on those times where I have been there, I have, I, you know, I'll, I'll drop in on a Facebook group of various kinds just to see what's going on out there. And, mm-hmm. you know, you, you'll see lots of posts depending on what kind of group you're in from like, you know, young women who are looking for their, their soulmate or their twin flame or something like that. It's gotta be this oh, one kind boy. of person. It, it has to be, it, it's only just this one, one, one kind of person. That's it. There's nobody else out there who can possibly match that. And I think to myself, do you know how many men there are in the world? <laughs> like, are, are you aware of this? <laughs> I, I honestly don't think they are. I because they no. really think there's just one, right? Right. <laughs> there's only one. It can only be one possible person. That's it. That that's the way they think about it. it, it right. So so to Mindy's point from a moment ago, 
they can't imagine the possibility that there's more than just that one soulmate who's perfect for me. Mm-hmm. And I think, really? Wow. Mm-hmm. What a mindset to be in. Yeah, it's kind of it's about closed off and sad. Yeah, it is. And that's just one kind of person dealing with one kind of issue. But that's that's one of the ones that came to my mind. Yeah. We just get so locked Mm -hmm. in. I got to find my soulmate. What? There's only one? (laughs) Really? Yeah. (laughs) Out of the seven billion people on the planet, it's just got to be that one. Could could it be three? (laughs) What's that? I've walked in those shoes, right? I've done it. I've been there. I've been Mm -hmm. that person. Like, oh, me too. But then your mind gets blown when you find out that soulmates aren't just your life partners. They're also friends and family and and lots of different types of soulmates. So it's like, what are you really looking for? Because you're you're asking the universe (laughs) and the universe is sending them to you, just not in the in the frame or the time that you're looking for. Be patient. Mm -hmm. Be patient and open. That's one of the most fascinating things to me. The universe doesn't just answer a request once. Yeah. It answers it over and over and over again until you finally decide. Mm -hmm. I'll take this one, you know. Right. Until you do that, it'll just keep sending you options. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. Here's another one. (laughs) And each time, and and you you go through that for a while, and the person says, I never meet anybody. (laughs) Say what? Well, you know, the definition of insanity, right? Doing the same thing, <laughs> same thing over, over and over. Yeah. It's a different result. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I, I, I feel sorry for people sometimes. And then I also remind myself, you know what? That's their path. That's mm-hmm. they They've chosen it. It's not like mm-hmm. that. It just kind of was forced down their throats. They're picking that one. And there must be a reason. There's, there's, there's something that, at some soul level, they're figuring this is what I need to do. Mm-hmm. So they do. Mm-hmm. And it's not up to me to know what it is. Nope, not as your monkey. <laughs> as much as I desperately want to come out to me. <laughs> <laughs> but see, that's why I do what I do. You know, I, I found, I felt like I found the Wizard of Oz when I found mm-hmm. this work. Like all of a sudden I woke up and I was in this new world where everything was easy, right? Even my emotions, it's like, wow, like nothing, nothing can, can bump me off my, off my happiness, right? I'm just happy all the time. Yeah. And, um, and I realized, you know, other people need this. They don't know how to get off of that hamster wheel, right? Right. In fact, they'll probably complain about the hamster wheel long before they'll actually consider stepping off of it. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Because we're used to it, right? Right. It's the comfort yeah. zone. It's very uncomfortable in the comfort zone, but we stay there. Yes. I, I actually don't like the term comfort zone. I've said this many times before. I think we should call it the familiar zone. There's nothing yes. comfortable about the so-called comfort zone. I know, right? But it's very familiar, and that's why we like mm-hmm. it. Yeah. So why do we call it a comfort zone? <laughs> when I was in my comfort zone, I was pretty comfortable. I was laying in bed, watching TV. I was very comfortable. You, you really want me to go after that one? I can. <laughs> Are you sure? I'm going to slide. I'm going to slide. Okay. All right. <laughs> 
see, that's the problem. We know each other too well. You can't get that's away true. with all that. That's true. That's true. When you first came on the show and I think you were like a black slate to me. I didn't know you. I, I know you now. Right. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I, I hear a story that I don't know yet, so <laughs> I'm happy to hear about this. Well, we've been doing the show for what four four years now? Is that how long? Yeah, our anniversary's coming up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, we've gotten to know each other pretty well over four year period. Yeah. You just you, you do oh, the same show awesome. with somebody over and over again. You just get to know them. Every week, sometimes twice a week, sometimes yeah. twice a day. Back in the day. <laughs> yeah, there were a few times there. You were on like every single day, five days a week. Yep, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so yeah, we got we kind of got to know each other. I went to her wedding, so yeah. Yep. Good times. Good times. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, tell uh, tell Mindy about um, how, how you and hubby met. <laughs> Serendipitously, let me tell you. Okay, so Walt and I were doing an episode. And we had a guest on who, um, what, what was her specialty? Oh God, you're asking me. Um, <laughs> I don't know. She was, a, she was some sort of relationship expert, but anyway, yeah. she, um, I, I think she was a life coach essentially, but I can't remember. Yeah. Exactly way. Yeah. But she ended up getting tapped to help create Facebook dating. Right. So I was talking to Walt and we've been talking about this for like the the whole year I'd I'd been on the show or whatever about my dating life and and dating apps and how they're horrible and there's pee in the dating pool and all this stuff. And (laughs) and so I was complaining and she was like, well, check out Facebook dating. I was like, nope, I'm done. I'm done. And she's like, no, just check it out. Okay, so it, it, it launched. It launched like a week later. I signed up. I checked it out. I swipe right. He swiped right. And he never went home. <laughs> oh, that's so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And it was very first people on Facebook dating to actually have a, a partnership that worked out. Very, mm-hmm. one of the very first ones. Yeah. That is so cool. Yeah. <laughs> and, and it was I, weird. Because, I was going to uh, say it was weird because um, he's not from my area. So yeah. his, his mother lives down the street from me. So he was visiting his mother and my area, my, my area of people I'm willing to date, I put like maybe 15, 20 miles. And he was from like probably about 40 miles away. And he just happened to be visiting that weekend that we both swiped right. And he came over and never went home. So that's amazing. Mm-hmm. I, I was just remembering, um, the, the guest who was on that day. She's a mm-hmm. psychologist. Right. That's She's what it was. Yeah. That's what it is. Yeah. Yeah. She actually and, and, tapped me to um to do uh an interview for Facebook dating because Did she really? Oh, I didn't yeah. know that. Yeah. It okay. never really came to fruit. We did we did the first part of the interview, but then COVID happened, so they never came oh, to the house okay. with the cameras and stuff, so I haven't been in touch with her for a while, so I got to find. She, she's one of these uh people Mindy who's like prolific writer. She's written something like mm. 30 books. Mhm. An wow. amazing number of books, and it's like a new book every every six months or something like that. Yeah, yeah. She's that's she's amazing. <laughs> she's she's an amazing person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We're still friends on Facebook. That's cool. I love that. Yeah, mm-hmm. I didn't know you were still in touch with her. That's great. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah, she's a cool lady. She she was actually also one of the contributors to the uh, group book that I put together a few years back. She was one of oh. the authors in that book. Yeah. yeah cool. So. I did not know that. Yeah. yeah. So good times. But. Yep. There, there's a great story there that really illustrates because you were in a in a mindset mm-hmm. kind of like what we were talking about before, right? Mm-hmm. You were on that hamster wheel that Mindy was talking about. Yep. 
you believe there was nothing that you could do within mm -hmm. the world of online dating to change the situation. And you basically, it, it's like you took a general kick to the head before you finally said you'd give it a shot. Yeah, but also it was me because in my bio, I was putting, I don't want men who smoke. I don't want this. <laughs> if you don't like dogs, da, da 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 You know what I mean? Like I was putting all the things I didn't want. So when I had my Facebook dating profile, I switched it up and I put what I did want. And mm. that was the difference. Yeah, that's a huge difference. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked about that before. Well, yeah. and you said yes. When the universe yes. sent the messenger, mm -hmm. you said yes. Exactly. And we so never know it, where that message is coming from, right? Exactly. But but that leads to the question, why do you think you answered yes that time? Because you've been saying no all this time. I don't know. I was just like, I'm just going to give it one more shot. What could it hurt? Okay. She talked a good game. I believed her, and it worked. <laughs> <laughs> she does talk a good game. She's really, she yeah. Knows she had yeah. me all hyped up. I was like, okay, all right. <laughs> <laughs> Well, with That's 30 true. books out, I think she has the right to talk a good game, right? So, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think you'd listen to her, too. So If there's anybody I'm going to listen to, it's it's going to be her. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, she definitely, she has it all together. She's really cool. I love her. And now we're celebrate us October 22nd is our one-year wedding anniversary. That's right. Yeah. Happy anniversary coming up. That's Thank you. Our dating anniversary, we've been together three years next week. Wow. Congratulations. Mm -hmm. Oh, and yeah. Oh, go ahead. I was going to say, he we, we met in September, and he proposed by December. Mm. Very cool. Mm -hmm. That's I, amazing. I, I, I haven't asked you in a while. He was planning to um, open the, the, the studio in February or March, and I never asked, how's that worked out? We're still working on it. We're, okay. we're meeting with the town hall to get all the approvals and all that stuff, so it, okay. it's in the works. So it's been dragging along, but you're still Yeah, COVID okay. slowed a lot of things down, so. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's true. Well, there's an example of how things don't work quite the way you want them to, but you but don't want to rob you. Because you could easily have gotten knocked off that track. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. We were easily just like, we could have been like, you know what? It's not working out. Well, maybe we should move on to something else. But you, we we both decided this is his dream. He, mm -hmm. We should own our own business. It's just It just makes sense. Like, if you have talent, why not share it with the world? And if you can make money at it, even better. Mm -hmm. But you are mainly persistent because that, that's the story that comes up with all the entrepreneurial guests that I have mm -hmm. that, you know, they, they tried something and failed. They tried something and failed. They tried something and really failed. They fell fat on their face. They lost all the money. They went deep into debt. <laughs> they tried something else and failed and then they succeeded. Right. Mm -hmm. You just don't give up. That's it. They mm -hmm. just kept giving up. You know, it's a breakdown. Over. Yeah, it's a breakdowns before the breakthrough, right? Right. Mm. It's going to send us trials. I mean, it's just par for the course. You're going to have trials, right? Mm -hmm. And it's people who are willing to walk through that that get rewarded greatly. Mm -hmm. No one who succeeds ever goes without failures. That's true. Very true. Mm -hmm. So it's redefining well, failure. It is. Mm -hmm. I've had guests actually who told me, I don't think about them as failures. I think of them mm -hmm. as milestones. Oh, exactly. Mm. Yep. In fact, I think um, of them I, as badges of honor. As what? Badges of honor. Ooh. Like getting a badge, right? Yeah, <laughs> I like that better. Yeah, that's good. A badge of honor. That's really good. 
Mm-hmm. <laughs> I, I remember uh, Will Smith published uh, a, a video, a selfie video, talking about this topic. I think he put it on Instagram or something. Um, and I didn't see it on Instagram, Alex, if you're going to ask. No, I didn't see it there. I, somebody passed it along to me. But uh, <laughs> she, she's, that's the first question she's going to ask me. You're on Instagram now? You're paying yeah, attention? Right? No, 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 no. You didn't tell me? <laughs> <laughs> but he was talking about exactly this. He went out for about five or ten minutes. He was driving in his car as he was doing this. And he's just talking as he's driving. And, and he said something to the effect, there is nobody that he has ever met who was successful who didn't keep failing over and over again first. It's just you never hear about the failures. You only mm-hmm. hear about the successes. And I thought it was a really great, great point that he was making there. Really, really valid. Because we, we, we do tend to do that. We tend to think there is that successful person. They succeeded at X, whatever X is. Wow, what a magical life they have. And we don't even see what happened leading up to the X. Exactly. They think they just got there like like that. Like, Oof. that's not how it works. <laughs> yep. Wave the magic wand. There it is. <laughs> I love Will exactly. Smith. He's so, he's so, like, inspiring. And I'm actually reading his book right now. And chapter one uh, is about perspective. And I'm already in. Love it. <laughs> yeah. Love it. hmm I didn't know he had a book. What's the book called? Will. Oh, well, of course. <laughs> I expected that. Yeah. And it's so perfect because Will is actually one of our mental faculties. So That's true. Yeah. You know, right. I love the name of the book. It's perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I love that. But, I you know, I think one thing that we tend to do, too, is we let our, we let our failures define who we are. Yes. You right. Know, and then we see yourself as a failure rather than seeing yourself as a warrior who just went through this thing and you're still walking and talking and you're not curled up in a ball in the corner. You know, you got through it, but we don't we don't necessarily see that in ourselves or others can see it in us. Mm-hmm. So what do we do? We hide in the corner because it's like, well, I don't want to fail again. Right. Right. I'll be yeah. seen. So redefining hurt. it. Yeah, mm-hmm. right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and not and letting it, it define us. Mm-hmm. Not letting it define us. And, and, and yet that's exactly what we do. We tend to, so many of us will tend to treat the failure as if it were an example of a failure of our personhood. Mm-hmm. Yes. When it isn't. It's just that mm-hmm. it didn't work. That's all. Right. <laughs> Thomas Edison in the light bulb, 10,000 tries, right? He was True. an expert on it. He made more mistakes <laughs> than anybody else that I ever heard of. <laughs> he says that, or he had said that, you know, he didn't make mistakes. He just found 10,000 ways it didn't work. Not to right? invent the light bulb, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it could be in the marriage, like maybe you've had three marriages that just didn't work. Mm-hmm. But don't let it define your next one, right? Yeah, don't let the fourth one be a problem. Yeah, exactly. Take your lessons learned and keep it moving. Well, that's just it. Make sure you learn from what happened. In the right. Yeah. You don't want don't to make the same mistakes. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I mean, if you're, if you're marrying the same person over and over again, you want to be paying attention to that. that that's an important <laughs> factor to yeah. notice. Yeah. You know? Well, I did that for 30 years. I didn't marry them, but I kept going out with the same people over and over and over again until I got the lesson. And then I'm like, you know what? I'm getting off this train. So- <laughs> I, not only did I not marry them, they did. I, uh, seriously, for 20 years, my longest relationship was two weeks. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> so it was one non-relationship after another non-relationship. <laughs> there might be commitment issues. <laughs> <laughs> well, in a sense, there were. I, 
I, I finally learned what it was. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I, fortunately, I was able to shake it off without learning what it was. That was very fortunate because basically I just quit having relationships. And then a month later, I met my wife. So I had given up on the whole thing. I let go of all the trash that went with it. And that allowed yeah. her to come into my life. It's always when you're not looking. When, you know, when you're not looking. But what I mm-hmm. learned after the fact was I was actually talking myself out of the relationships and I didn't know it. Like, what I was your, what was your wording? Like, what were you telling yourself? It, it wasn't so much a wording. It was more of a, a, a thought feeling, if you will, mm-hmm. which was the moment that I saw any woman that I'd never even met before. Maybe I saw her across the room, right? Mm-hmm. And she looked interesting. The first impression that would go through my mind was, well, she'll never be with me. Oh, why? Why would you say that? I didn't have enough self-confidence. Ah. Uh, okay. And you do that often enough. Guess what happens? You, you don't have self-confidence. It. Yeah. Well, yeah, you don't have self-confidence too, but you believe it and you end up with that kind of experience with women. Yeah. Yep, yeah. They're not going to be with you. Yep. She's not going to. Yep. She's not going to. Yep. She's not. It, it was, it worked. <laughs> right. It worked brilliantly. <laughs> Good job, Walt. You did it. Yeah, right. <laughs> yes. Congratulations. <laughs> 20 years, right? <laughs> well, yeah. In a sense, it was commitment issues, just not quite the way you meant it as all. Well, that's oh. just it. A lot of times we're not committed to loving ourselves. Yes. When we love right. ourselves. And, and yeah, if you would ask me at that point, if you would ask me back then, especially in my early 20s, did I love myself? I would have answered yes. Mm-hmm. Mm, me too. Right? Yeah. Looking back, I know exactly for sure I lacked tons of confidence. There was tons of self-love. There was mm-hmm. a, a whole huge amount missing. Mm-hmm. But I didn't feel that way at the time. I didn't realize how much I was sabotaging myself just because of the way I was deciding to look at it. Mm-hmm. I didn't realize that. I didn't realize I was actually setting my bar too low. Mm. That's a word. I, I, and that, that to me is, that's where I think all the big issues really are. Mm-hmm. I think it's people mm-hmm. not truly grasping what kind of life they can really have. Yes. Right. Mm-hmm. I think so. Yeah, it's perspective. You know, Alex said yeah. it just a little bit ago with Will's book, you know, perspective. If we could just see how divine we are as humans, mm-hmm. yeah. you mm-hmm. know, if we could see, just see our divine light that we walk in. Like I said, we are spiritual beings having a physical experience, right? Mm-hmm. Right. If we see that, nothing can stop us. Nothing can hold us back from living the life that we dreamed of. But we really have to see it. We can't just hypothetically say, well, yeah, that makes sense. No, no, you really have to see it. See it, feel it, smell it, believe it. it. Yeah, it has to be. Because if Mm -hmm. if you aren't there, then you really haven't bought into it. You really haven't adopted it. You really haven't Mm -hmm. made that your your modality, so to speak. And that's a big deal. That's a really big deal. Hey, we're running out of time, and I want to make sure we touch on something. First of all, tell people a little bit more about your Dream Builder program. We touched on it earlier, and then we kind of moved away from it. But talk about that program for a little bit, Mindy. Okay, great. So the Dream Builder program was put together by Mary Morrissey. Um, She's one of the thought leaders in this area. She has been doing this work since the 1950s. And um, she developed this program. It's around a 30-year-old program. You know, program that she's put out that's helped literally 
thousands of people all over the world. And um, yeah, it's amazing. So we, we work on perspective. We work on um, our our own self-worth, like learning to love ourselves. We spend two weeks on forgiveness, like radical forgiveness, forgiveness where you forgive everybody for everything because mm-hmm. that's when the world opens up. And, um, yeah, it's a 12 week program. Um, we meet once a week for coaching. We have a once a week question and answer, and then we have a morning study group. So for the entire 90 days, we get together and we study every morning because it does come with the curriculum and audios and the whole nine yards and that's where the juice happens. That's where, remember when I was talking about how we reprogram our neuropathways? Mm-hmm. It happens in that daily, everyday work. Mm-hmm. You know, we become partners in believing in each other. That's why I love the group coaching format. Mm-hmm. The group coaching format allows, you know, us to believe in the other person when they can't believe in their self. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's kind of it in a nutshell. I have other programs. I have advanced programs on um, the laws of the universe. I have um, on programs on um, Into Your Genius is all about working with your mental faculties. Mm-hmm. Um, uh-huh. Yeah, so I've got advanced programs, but we like everybody to start with the Dream Builder program because mm-hmm. you really can't create your dream life. Uh, we don't have a lot of time to Whatever go into We've been covering a lot here, and I want to make sure we, we get as much as we can in before the hour yeah. is up. Uh, but one thing I do want to ask about it, you mentioned it's a 12-week program, so basically three months. Is there a, is there a thought process yeah. that says we need it to be a 12-week program because of X? We want it to be that length for a reason. Is there a reason for that? Yeah, so you start to create the habits, right? So the morning study becomes a habit. Thinking positive becomes a habit. Surrounding yourself with people who are looking for the very same thing that you're looking for becomes a habit. You make lifelong friends. Uh You know, you get coaching from someone who has lived it and done it. You know, so, yeah, that's why it's 90 days, because, you know, a 30-day program just wouldn't, it wouldn't be enough to reprogram neural pathways. Uh Very good. I love that. Hey, uh, we also get, have to get a little information from you in terms of contact information. How do people find you? How do they find out about the Dream Builder program, um, the other programs that you mentioned? What, what's the best way to reach out to find Mindy? So the best way, um, you can reach me on my website, which is just my name, www.mindylishman.com. Or I would, you know, you could also reach out by um, text, which is fine. Um, because I will take text messages, which Ooh. is on my website. And, um, yeah, so all the information is there. But um, also I can um, – what I do is a 45-minute Dream Builder call. It's totally free. And what I do is I step people into the year 2025, three years from now, and they create their dream life right there with me on the phone, on this phone. Wow. Yeah, yeah. that's fun. It really is. And so I have a contact form on my website. They can reach out on that contact form to reach me. Beautiful. And my name is cool. Yeah, my name's difficult to spell. It's not the easiest name. So I can I can send you the link to my website so that they we'll don't. We'll make sure spelled. we include the link in, in the show yeah. notes so that well, we like to make it easy for listeners from wherever we can. 
So yes. if somebody wants to take advantage, we will. Link in bio. There you go. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Good yes, stuff. I'm on LinkedIn. I'm on Facebook. I'm on Instagram. Okay, good. So lots of ways to reach you. All right. Mm-hmm. Very good. Well, thank, thank you so much. By the way, something I want to tell you that I've been making a point to tell people lately because I think it's important and it's, it's especially true in your case. You, like so many people, do so much reaching out to people, many of whom you'll never see, you'll never meet them. You know, they, maybe they saw you, maybe they saw you on this program. Maybe they saw something you wrote. They saw you on another podcast. You know, they caught your website, something. They, they, they picked up something from you and you helped them in a way that you didn't know about. And on their behalf, mm-hmm. I want to thank you for what you do because you don't, people don't get enough of that kind of feedback. You need to know that the people you're helping that you've never seen, that you'll never see, that you'll never meet are grateful to you. So on their behalf, thank you for what you do. Mm-hmm. Thank you so much. That is, thank you for that acknowledgement, really. And that's the law of giving and receiving. He gave me a compliment <laughs> and I received the compliment. So yes. one of the always receive. Laws. Don't just don't just take it. Receive it. Receive gotta, it. Yes. It, it's receive it's like it. the old thing about you know you, you're out for lunch with somebody and the, the person says I'll take the check. You say Oh no no I've got it because you can't receive the gift of them taking the check. Yeah. Receive it. <laughs> thank you. I appreciate that. Yes. <laughs> exactly. And thank you for what what you're all putting out into the world. You're making people smile and you're teaching them about manifestation and it's wonderful. We appreciate that. Another daily dose of happy. I'm loving it. This is great. Period. Yeah. <laughs> thank you guys very much. Thank you to our podcast listeners everywhere. We will see you all next time here on LOA Today. Goodbye, everybody. Thank you.